welcome to episode seven of Getting Real About. Today, we are getting real about the reality of being an empty nester. Stacy, Sherry, and Joy talk about how they process their kids leaving the coop, figuring out what life looks like once their kids are gone, and reconnecting with their spouses. As the new school year approaches, many parents are being faced with an empty nest with kids off to college. These ladies get real today about how they are dealing with this life change and the new season. All right, ladies, it's time to get real. All right, welcome back. I'm Stacy Philpot, and I am just entering into that stage. I have four adult children, and I've got a couple of other ladies here with me that are experiencing the same stage of life. And um, yeah, it's I, we've got some fun conversations, some fun questions to address, but I'm going to have them introduce themselves. So Joy, go ahead. Yeah, my name is Joy and uh, I've been married for 38 years. I can't even believe that. I feel like my age should be 38, but that's how long (laughs) I've been married. Good grief. And uh, I have two kids, uh, a son who's 31 and a daughter who's 29. Um, Have a couple grandkids that are three and almost nine months and they're the joy of my life. I keep hearing that. In fact, my husband and I just the other night, I said, oh, I hope that what they say about grandchildren is so true because I we need that joy. It's yeah. not a big myth. It's it's real. Good. Right, Sherry? It's real. Yeah. I'm Sherry and I have five kids. I've been married for over 30 years and I have three grandchildren right now. And I can say it is true about grandkids. In fact, the other day, the two-year-old uh, was over. And I realized, I said to her, I'm spoiling you, aren't I? <laughs> Things I would have never done with my kids in uh, in her response or what she wanted or, you know, I would have just said no. But to her, it's really easy to say, yeah, we can do that. Sure. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, my kids' ages, so my... I have been married to my husband for 12 years. We have a blended family. So my stepson is our oldest and he is 27. My daughter is 25 and my middle son, Blake is 21 and our youngest is 19. And our daughter is expecting their first. She's married to our son-in-law, Jacob, and she's due on Christmas day. So we will see how that works. And yeah, like I said, I just cannot wait. My grandmother told me not a, just a couple months ago, she goes, oh, honey, you are going to wonder why in the world did you not have grandkids first? <laughs> <laughs> if only you could. Exactly. If only. <laughs> um, I want to acknowledge that we all just kind of identifying what empty nest looks like, because we all kind of have an interesting um situation i guess as empty nesters because none of us really have our kids completely (laughs) out of the house i we still have two of ours at home our 21 year old and our 19 year old yeah and we have um well we were empty nesters for a little while and then uh my daughter and her husband and kids uh, moved in with us and that was intentional it (laughs) it wasn't them just coming back we um we actually bought a house uh, so that they could live in the downstairs part and we would live upstairs and just help them be able to save up some money so they could maybe buy a house someday. So, um, yeah, so we're not empty nesters, but it's fabulous. <laughs> Is that going to be uh, hard again? Do you feel like when it's they... It's going to be harder. But, yeah. I just can't even imagine them leaving. Mm. <laughs> I don't want mm-hmm. it, but if it's the right time and the right thing to do, then it'll be fine. Right. As right. long as they only go a mile away, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cherry, what about you? Um 
Yeah, we still have two kids at home. One is going to be a senior this coming year, and the other is a second year for community college. And then I didn't mention the other kids' ages. So we have um, one that's 22. He's in his last year of college. And then one who's 24, and she lives in Africa. And wow. then, um, which we're going on Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> wow. I knew you were going. Fun. I yes. didn't realize, I'm, again, that that came up so quickly. Yeah. And then um, the oldest is 26, and he currently lives local for the moment, um, military, and he'll be moving. And he's the one that's married with the grandchildren. Um, so they'll be moving That'll be hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you were just saying, Joy, you know, okay, well, they can move out. It'll be great, but maybe just a mile away, <laughs> let alone another country. Yes. I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah. My um, daughter and son in law, they, every now and then, they kind of drop the seed that someday they may move, be moving to uh, Arizona to, uh, he has a lot of family there. And I think, oh, no, <laughs> especially, especially with a grandchild on the way. I'm like, okay, how do I sabotage this? I mean, how do I? <laughs> well, they can leave the baby. <laughs> yes. yes. So for those that did move out, um, well, back to just def defining emptiness, because we do all still have some in the home. To me, Empty nest means you get to that stage where you can kind of just go. Like when you and your husband decide, oh, we want to go out to dinner or we want to go have an overnight thing. You can. And um, or your kids are gone and you don't necessarily they're not in tow with you and you don't know maybe where they are at that. And you're not too overly worried. <laughs> and, you know, you don't know necessarily what time they're getting home. I mean, We've had to establish some rules. Parenting adult children, I've realized, is a completely different ballgame. And um, establishing that you, know, you do still live under this roof and there's respect involved, but we can get into that later. Yeah. But so, yeah, we do kind of have um, a different look of what empty nesting is. But it is, I would certainly say, a stage of life, whether your kids are in or out of the house. Would you ladies I'd agree, agree? with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm learning to... I don't have to worry about dinner, but it's a process. Like it, the yeah. first, I yeah, I still catch myself. Oh, they can feed themselves. I don't need to worry about that. They appreciate it if I even direct them. Like mm -hmm. there's that to to do, but I don't have to do it. Last night we had an opportunity to go out, and the kids came home from work, and then we were heading right out and just goodbye. And here's this, and you could do that, and. And I'm not hanging on to those details the way yeah. I would have before. Yeah. My mom told me, in fact, she said it not too long ago as well, that it took, so there was three of us. And um, I think we all had moved out when we were 18. And she said it took her years to figure out how to cook for just two. <laughs> and, you know, she was very much of a casserole right. recipe maker and so her and my dad would have leftovers for days <laughs> and he's like we don't need this much food or she didn't need to purchase a gallon of milk anymore and just scaling down mm -hmm. on those kind of things is, right you don't really think about those things i don't think my husband has learned how to cook for two <laughs> yeah he still cooks for an army but that's okay Okay. Um, for those that did move out, did you have any anxiety about that? Um, and maybe it was different for each of the kids. Yeah, this is Sherry. 
I'm going to answer first mm-hmm. in that um, our oldest to leave went right to military academy a week after graduating from high school. And so it was very rapid and very rushed to send your first child off that way. And we liked him. Like we, mm-hmm. we were excited for him because it was what he was called to do. And um, he was excited. He was ready to go. He, he didn't hold back at all, but it was hard for, for me and it was hard for our household. Mm-hmm. And he had, um, he was a, a good big brother. So it um, impacted the household in positive ways though, mm-hmm. too, you know, it gave, other kids a chance to do things that maybe his spot had had even riding in the front seat (laughs) right 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 right. that's a great point most important (laughs) for sure yeah this is joy and um our our first um, experience having one of our kids leave was um was a little different wasn't the way we had planned it Uh, my son uh when he was 16 i want to say um was having trouble um with the wrong crowd uh just needed a change just needed to be somewhere else and get some help. And so uh, he ended up having to leave and live somewhere else. Um, <clears throat> that was hard. Mm-hmm. That was really hard. Um, so he uh, he went to you know a place out of state. He ended up going to a couple of different places. Um, so he really never did come back home to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of a, a rude awakening to have your first child leave at yeah. that stage that's young that's young but it was it was the right thing to do for him Mm -hmm. and for our family so um we have a good relationship with them now it's things are much better um still working on things but it's okay um our daughter uh she uh left after high school and it was a it was a it was a mutual um (laughs) uh thing where you know she was ready to go uh she knew a lot of things and um she was ready to spread her wings and go and uh we didn't always see eye to eye we love each other to pieces we're best friends now Mm -hmm. and um but it was it was there's a natural way of god setting you up so that you can launch your children (laughs) yeah that you successfully support them leaving like no this is i'm i'm there with our 21 year old um we are he lives at home and we actually work together as well (laughs) And um, he is very actively looking to move out. <laughs> and I so uh, I'm such an advocate for young adults getting out on their own to experience that independence, whether they're in school or not. And he has been going to college and working full time. Um, but there's just yeah, like you were saying, God prepares you for that and them and just there's these natural annoyances that happen. <laughs> and uh, my daughter moved out at 18, moved back in, moved out, moved back in. I think that happened two or three times. But I noticed right away when she came back, she had a new just respect and understanding and appreciation for, oh, there's already toilet paper here. Or <laughs> I don't, there's toothpaste, there's food in the pantry. And, you know, just those yep. things that it, it takes going away to experience it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they appreciate things a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did you at all? Did either one of you experience um, homesickness, loneliness, even depression with any of them moving away? I think it was hard when my son left. Yeah, that was hard. Um, but you know, we still had my daughter, and uh, and of course the dog that takes a lot of attention. Um, but um, 
but we knew that we were doing the right thing. Uh-huh. And uh, so that gave us peace. So, yeah. Um, Joy and I have talked before because my youngest, who's 19, he just moved back home. He moved out right after graduation and it was a situation. Um, again, we're a uh, blended family. So he moved to his dad's and him and I needed to be away from each other. He was making poor choices in his life. And so he needed to be away from some friends. So that was a different exit where I couldn't, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm so proud of him. He's moving. It was a, this has to happen. And, um, it was more of a parenting moment and there were a lot of tears, but it wasn't the kind of tears of, Oh my gosh, I'm so proud. And this is, you know, um, he's going to do great. There was worry. Mm -hmm. There was relief. And I almost had guilt in some of that relief because Mm -hmm. I felt like, don't make me, I just felt a bit like a weight had been lifted. And so that was hard. Um, and he's back and there's, we've, he's been doing great. We had a setback even just this last weekend. And, um, I'm like, okay, God, my words to my husband was, this is nothing that God didn't already know about. He already knew that this was going to happen and he already knows what's ahead and really just giving him and his, his choices, his life to God and being consistent with what our boundaries are. Because again, as adults, children like i've said you we don't have to let you live here but this is our home right so yeah that was i would definitely say i experienced some weird loneliness and some depression in that moment but it was still yet good it was a weird emotional time yeah yeah we've had a different journey that way of letting kids go i mentioned the oldest with the military academy with the second oldest that does missions work, she would go and do a mission opportunity and then she would come home and then she came home and worked for a bit and then she'd try another one. And each time she went to go do another mission opportunity, uh, the conversation came up. I'm not sure if I'm coming back. I'm not sure when Mm. I'm coming back. So that was hard when we would let her go to not know if she's coming back and uh, when she would and what the future would look like. And that happened, I think, twice until now. This is her third launching, and uh, she's not coming back. <laughs> and we're going there. <laughs> so um, she's fostering a little girl, and she's really grafting herself uh, with the people and the opportunity there as a family, not just for a, a temporary time. But it, I appreciated the kindness of the Lord in that in prepping us over years of taking, you know, there and back, going this way and that way. Um, anyway, so different tears for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I tend to be emotional ahead of the event. And then in the moment of, I do better yeah. when it's actually happening. But I have a lot of private working through ahead of time. Yeah. that's inter- it, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, is it, um, is it different because it's your daughter? Would it be different if it was one of your sons? Well, I think it's different with her because it's so far mm-hmm. and she's our only girl. Yeah. <laughs> so I miss, I miss her. We're good friends. Mm-hmm. She's a lot of fun. She loves salad and soup and <laughs> the boys <laughs> don't care. Um, so yeah, so it's just different. And 
we fortunately have a good relationship with all the kids and um and so anyway um the the next one i was just talking to he's in military college too he didn't go right off he had a extra year where he had to reapply but really wanted to be there uh, and he was able to live local and go to school local while he reapplied for that year so it was again graciousness to us as parents and for me as the mom to slowly you know release Mm -hmm. him and he was very ready you know by the time he left and our fourth he kindly didn't leave he's (laughs) staying with us he has the bigger bedroom downstairs a little bit more privacy which he's really appreciates that and um and he's a he's a great young man and and uh very helpful around and you know respects our boundaries and I think we had one small little where he didn't quite get about a a curfew idea and he he received that idea after talking with even some older (laughs) siblings about just even it's just not kind if you don't come home at a particular time right because then mom or whoever wakes up and doesn't know where you are or um yeah so he 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 respects that Mm -hmm. well now both of you I only have one um daughter as well than the three boys so all three of us that's interesting we Mm -hmm. just have one girl and both of you have mentioned just what a great relationship you're close and best friends and always in Haley's life when if there would be any um strife or argument I'd say you know I, I you may not like me right now but I'm your mom I'm not your friend and that's really been fun to see that relationship and we've always had a really great relationship but we are friends now we we can hang out I I really do feel like it's just spending time with one of my closest girlfriends and I so appreciate your comment of she likes soup and salad (laughs) because like Haley and I we could enjoy like a charcuterie board for dinner and if I ever presented that to Greg, he would be like, oh, what's for dinner? And <laughs> like, say with soup and salad. If I presented just soup, he'd be like, okay, now what's for dinner? <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Too much meat right now at my house with just the boys. Yes. Oh, my taste. Totally. Um, do you, you know, our goal, we always say as parents is to, help them to be successful in society, you know, members of society to represent your family and God well. And any tips that did work that you feel have set up your adult children well and anything that, any mistakes that you made that um, people could learn from our mistakes saying, yeah, don't do this. This did not work well. Oh no, that's, that's, kind of a hard one Um, well one thing that came to mind for me is just and I this was from my own personal experience when I first moved out and was in an apartment I was like well well how do I I have to call the power bill like there isn't just power like (laughs) and you know they don't teach those things in school Mm. um you know we had home ec back in the day but they still didn't address the how do you go about this? And and there's so many of those responsibilities that I think are almost kind of an unwritten given. Like, oh yeah, you need to do this, but yet they they 
they're in this weird place at a young age where they're, they want to be a kid, but they want the freedoms of being an adult and, but you don't really want the responsibilities of being an adult. At least that's what I'm probably speaking too much from what (laughs) I see. (laughs) No, I think one of the best things we did was, um, make our kids make their own lunches starting Mm. in elementary school. Um, you need to know how to feed yourself. There isn't always going to be someone there to feed you. So, um, that's kind of a life skill. That is good. Um, yeah, that was helpful. In addition to, um, you know, learn how to do laundry before you leave the house. You don't want to learn in college or when you get out on your own, that's, that's hard. And you ruin a lot of clothes that way. So, um, starting off doing some of those things I think is, is helpful. And it's not that you don't care about them because you know, that you're not making their lunch, you're actually helping them by giving them a skill that they're going to need. So, um, well, especially uh, these young men, I often think of their wives that, you know, if we do everything for them, we are not helping out their wives in, we are not doing them a, a, a right. service <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, I've learned that a little bit the hard way with my husband. <laughs> well, we, um, we had been, somebody had brought a, a thought to us when we were younger parents with kids. And it was the idea that if, if I go in and do something for them, that's really theirs to do. Um, kind of like what you were saying, Joy, like it's, they're not going to learn that's mm-hmm. their kingdom or, you know, that's their place to, to rule over their bedroom, you know, maybe start with making the bed or their bedroom or picking up their own clothes, making their own lunch, doing their own laundry. Um, when they're driving, being in charge of their own debit card and gas, you know, just incrementally as things go. And so along the way, at times, if they were off at school and I was home and, you know, their room was a mess, oh, it was so hard to not go pick up after them. And let me just tidy this for a bit. Even even now with one of the kids living at home is tends to sprawl all mm-hmm. the stuff. And I've walked and <laughs> going, Oh, they're gone for a few days. I just would like to walk past this room and, and, uh, see it different. And <laughs> it's like, Nope, if I do that, I just can't, I just can't do that. And it doesn't mean we wouldn't step in and, Oh, it's your turn for dishes. I'll help mm-hmm. you. That's not what I mean. But just when it's theirs to be in charge of, uh, taking time to direct them in that versus Mm -hmm. doing it for them. I needed to hear that. So thank you. That (laughs) is hard for me. Um, yeah, we, oh, because I just want to go in, I can struggle with control and I'll think, you know, oh my gosh. Okay. And a lot of times then I get to the point where I'm so angry that I'm yelling and saying, okay, oh my gosh, look at this mess. And I'll jump right in and start cleaning it as well, which that doesn't usually go over real well. Um, but just, I, I love how you worded that, that that is their kingdom. That's their space. And to encourage them, like, this is your space and to take pride in it. Just like I would encourage them to take care of themselves physically because that's them to take care of. So right. thank well, you. Well, the, the truth is, is that as they grow and mature, they're not going to get opportunity to be in charge of anything else beyond themselves if they can't do these things. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's our own personal incremental growth like if we can be in charge and do well with what we've been given to steward like our bedroom or the car whatever the cat whatever (laughs) it is that we've been given you know then more will come to us and we can then begin to steward more things but if we don't and we can't then 
we won't, or if we try, we'll probably fail mm -hmm. at it. And then that isn't very helpful as you become to be an adult and you're, you know, failing left and right. Um, so I think that kind of thinking as we were parenting did help. So when they were at that time of launching, you know, they felt confident. We felt confident in, in their capabilities as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. One of the things I used to, um, when my kids would talk about, you know, well, this is too hard. This is too hard. And I would always tell them, well, you know what? You can do hard things. Yes. So they would mock me and parrot me, you know, a lot throughout the years. Oh, I know we can do hard things. But now actually they do turn around and say, I know I can do hard things. And <laughs> it actually is stuck. So, um, well, and have you heard, have you caught Kellen saying that to the kids yet? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> It's hard so looking in the mirror sometimes, <laughs> right? Exactly. I just got uh, Haley, uh, it was her 25th birthday on Sunday. In fact, Joy, when you were saying you were married for, you've been married for 38 years and how is that possible? Cause you're only 38. I so physically felt that and mentally on Sunday, how is my daughter 25 when I know that I'm not, but <laughs> I can remember it vividly. Right. Like it was just two years ago. So that's crazy. You look 25. So oh, there you go. yeah. I'm glad it's a podcast <laughs> and not a podcast. Thing. <laughs> um, switching gears a little bit. How has this season of life affected your marriage and, and, um, what has changed positively and were there any kind of speed bumps in the process? Okay, this is Sherry. I'll answer first. I, I think I explained, I've been rehearsing to others, that Gary's been asking me the empty, empty nest question for a number of years, and I couldn't talk. I couldn't entertain it. I couldn't think about it. I would cry if it was pressed, and no one had asked me what I wanted to do for so long, years and years and years. And when your life is giving and taking care of other people, you don't think about your own needs very much at all. Um, so that's been our process. And it wasn't until I was asked to be sitting here talking about mm -hmm. this, that something finally broke over me where instead of crying all the time about it, I began to go, okay, now I'm a, a Grammy. Like <laughs> th there's no stopping this. It's not, there's no way for me to to pause. <laughs> um, and I, we began to talk about it. And at that time, the, the oldest boy with, with the grandkids, we began to had a weekend where we talked together, like, okay, well, what could your future be? What mm -hmm. are the things in the family we've liked best about how we've done family? And is there a way we could continue that as the family grows and it gets extended? Um, but how could it look different? And just even, like I said, taking the lid off my thoughts that were just had a lid. And um, so that's been very helpful. And and then just as as we have progressed into chatting today, a job that I'd had for 12 years that I started to help with the kids when they went, to, when the last kid went to school, I started this job and it was to help pay for a private school mm -hmm. that they've been doing. Well, that last kid is in his last year starting this year so that that part-time job just ended which I was thinking I would need to do it for this whole mm -hmm. next year and it it changed and 
um, it came as a blessing. And so now I'm ramped up. Like now I'm excited a bit to consider what could be next rather than pulling back and trying to hide <laughs> from the future. So yeah. any ideas as to what might be next? Well, right now I can just rest mm-hmm. and that's what I've needed because the last year I've taken care of my granddaughter as well as done this part-time job and and uh, it's been hard on a Grammy age mm-hmm. person even though I wouldn't have changed any of it and I've loved having that time with her because that's the military family that will move this fall. So I'm super grateful and I wouldn't change anything but um, now I don't have to do anything for a little mm-hmm. bit except continue to enjoy that time go to Africa, visit our daughter that's there with with her daughter that we haven't met yet. And I have an extra week with her once the boys leave to just take time with her and uh, learn more about her life. And then we'll come back and I'll, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> that's my bottom line. <laughs> I think line we're going to have to do a follow-up know. podcast because we're all going to want to hear exactly. how Africa went. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think about... Um, boating. My Mm. husband and I loved to take our boat out. And um, throughout all the years, it would always involve just throwing kids around on tubes and just constantly going fast. And um, (laughs) that's, that's just what we did. And, and so now, now that we don't have the kids, we can just go out and float. (laughs) It's okay. We don't have to bring a tube with us if we don't want to, we can go fast or slow or um, do whatever we want. And um, that's, it's kind of freeing. I, I know that with the grandkids, we'll get back into the screaming around on the lake with the tubes again (laughs) but that'll be okay so um I've just been one I laugh like so um I can so understand this makes so much more sense so joy for many many years has always come out to the high school camp the high school summer camp where they do boating and they throw the kids around on the tube and joy has created herself a little bit of a reputation to be one of the (laughs) fastest on the lake where people would know. wait for i'm gonna wait for joy because i know i'm gonna get flipped off the tube. <laughs> so well, when i think the kids you did say well. you can't flip me off well <laughs> yeah challenge accepted yeah um yeah i was actually pretty nervous after um heading into our youngest graduation and okay what is this gonna look like because for um my first marriage we had been married for a little over seven years and, you know, we had three little ones. And one of the big parts of the demise of our marriage, I really feel is that we became very quickly partners in parenting and had like quickly lost that connection with one another. And then my husband right now, Greg, um, you know, we've never had a time without kids because his his son was 14 when we got married and mine were 12, seven and like almost five. And so we've only known life together with parenting and it it's, yeah, it's a whole nother ball game with a whole blended family and parenting itself is hard. And so I was, I was a little nervous and I thought, okay, are we going to be able to connect have we just gotten into this routine? Um, you know, we both work full time and hard. And when we come home, you know, he gets on his computer. I'm either in the kitchen or working or on my phone. I actually started looking at podcasts on empty nesting. And then as time went on and we got to just hang out with one another, I it was such a 
surprising um, revelation, like, oh, I forgot. We really hang out well together. Like, I really, really enjoy his company, which I did know that, but I was just nervous about whether it was going to change when we didn't have the logistics of, okay, well, where are we going? Well, where's what practice do we have going on this week? And, you know, those kind of, and, but now we have to be very intentional about scheduling that family time. You guys probably find that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I should add, in regards to that question, a fun thing Gary and I can do together is this summer he wanted to buy a motorcycle. And I was like, why? Like, <laughs> since when? He had a motorcycle when we were dating. And then he had a motorcycle when the, the first kids were very little. But I don't remember that. But when we were dating, we had all summer long to go riding around. And, and that's what we did. And that was fun. But I don't think about that. You know, I don't. That wasn't a thought. Well, this summer he wanted a motorcycle and he got a motorcycle and I don't mind riding on it. Mm. Short w- rides mm-hmm. <laughs> locally to a, a local event when it's warm out. I enjoy that. So uh, that's been a little fun memory for him and I going, oh, we really enjoy this, doing this together. That's yeah. fun. What do you and Tim do together for fun? You mentioned boating, but just like, like it's on a typical day at home do you guys cook together I know your husband is an incredible cook he's a great cook and um yeah we cook to I mean I'm mostly the prep cook if he's cooking uh-huh. <laughs> the, the prep and the cleanup but um gosh what do we do? you know a lot of the time really at this point is with our grandkids yes. I'll be honest it's um they come tiptoeing up up the stairs and um it just changes everything so mm-hmm. we we spend a lot of time with them so I, I love it, especially now with all of the different streaming stuff. I do like to veg out and watch TV. I'm not even ashamed to say that. Um, but when we can find a good series that we look forward to watching together, like, okay, you know, let's watch another episode. And it's so hard to not just keep going. Yes. <laughs> like when you have to wait for. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. To not watch the next one without yes. them. Yeah. I've maybe gotten in trouble for That's that. That's a point before. of contention in our home sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, what What would you say is one of the best things about this season of life? We all ponder. Yeah. yeah. Need to think. I think one practical thing is, and this is with this uh, most recent change is, and I know you guys have are working on this. You have a schedule, but. I haven't had to be out the door at a certain time Mm. just in the last two weeks, three weeks. And I am sleeping better. Like Mm. I was, I was having trouble sleeping and my hormones are changing and I've looked into it and what else can I do? And what do you not eat? And, uh, trying quite a few different things. And, uh, just since I don't have to be somewhere first thing in the, I'm waking up still in the morning, you know, in the morning, Mm -hmm. I'm not sleeping all day or anything like that, but I'm just sleeping better. Um, Well, that sounds amazing. It is amazing. (laughs) And I really needed it too. And I don't feel bad about it, but I'm able to wake up and at a, when my body's waking Mm -hmm. up rather than, and I mean, for years having five kids and, you know, that was started when I was 25, just to spend time for myself and spend time in God's word, I'd have to get up before they got up. Yeah. So, you know, that was years of, you know, five thirty in the morning getting up and 
anyway, oh, after 25 years, that makes you really tired. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. It's <laughs> nice now not having to, or I don't, you know, I don't need to get up and make them breakfast. You know, the boys go to work, but I don't have to feed them. They can feed themselves. There you go. They can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, um, knowing that our weekends are ours mm. and our evenings are ours, there aren't birthday parties to run off to or games or, you know, any of the things that just go with kids. Right. Um, so we can, um, yeah, we just have our time to ourselves so we can figure out what we want to do. So, yeah, I love that, that our, you have your evenings to get that, uh, that, and the weekends as well. Um, you know, we both work on Sunday mornings. Um, and so I really only have one day, you know, with my husband on the weekend, but the evenings, I really do look forward to our evenings together, even if it's just hanging out or we're going out to dinner. And um, yeah, that's one thing that we've really had to learn because we are a bit of foodies, not in the way of being snobbish about it, but we like to eat <laughs> together. And so we've had like, okay, we need to get a little healthy here. We need to maybe start walking <laughs> a little bit more. So that's been great. Um, uh, have your relationships with your kids have, do you feel like they have, um, I mean, obviously they've changed, but do you feel like it was a pretty natural change or were any kind of an abrupt? I think, I, I think that's, that's kind of a the hard question, question I yeah. ponder and look back as, especially a little bit, you know, a few years ago when it was beginning to change, it was like, am I doing this right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm doing this right. How much do I inquire? How much do I not inquire? Our oldest, him going off first, he's a very good communicator and likes to process out loud. So he did a great job of communicating with us and calling uh -huh. often. And we were able I was able, not always both of us, but to vi go and visit and see where, where he was at or go to an event he was having. Um, and I appreciated that opportunity, but it was, it was a question all along the way. Even now, sometimes it's like, I have to stop and just say, you know, think for a minute, do I, I don't want to be overbearing and be too much. And I don't want to be as if I'm disinterested because I am interested. So just um, always asking that question of myself and kind of considering, um, do they need space? Do they not need space? And Well, that's actually the perfect um, segue into the next question I have is, you know, we talked about the fun part of having a relationship with our adult children, but that doesn't take away the fact that we are still their parents. And so how, how are you intentional about still being a parent. In fact, Joy, I'm wondering, so with Kellen, you know, you see her parenting her kids and I'm asking a little bit for my own personal reasons of how I'll manage this, but has it been hard to not interfere at times when you see her doing something you're like, oh, I wouldn't do it that way or? Well, I have interfered <laughs> and I've been told I've interfered. Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a learning curve and um, I do try to stand back mm -hmm. um, and maybe model a little bit more. Um, and I think she's picking up on that, yeah. uh, on that. Um, yeah, it's, I have interfered though, um, especially in the beginning and I just need to learn to bite my tongue and, and know that it's going to be okay. And uh, she'll figure it out. I know that's going to be 
hard for me. Um, well, and for you, your grandkids are from your son. So mm-hmm. mom is daughter-in-law. Yeah. Which plays into a whole different, yeah. How sure has that does. worked out? Um, well, it's worked out wonderfully, but it could have gone either way. Uh-huh. Um, so because as they've lived here the last year, my son's been deployed most of that time and he's rarely been here but his wife's been here the whole time so we've really had a lot of time together um with me babysitting as well as just our you know how we spend our Mm -hmm. time and she's didn't grow up in this area so in her taking time to introduce her to other people and other things that are happening and um getting her connected so it's not always not so it's not always us and you know she wouldn't want it that way either so um anyway but it's gone well they um my husband we have different so when we were parenting my husband and i we did things differently than how we were raised it was new to us um but we had models and we had role models and we had books and we had parenting classes and and we had um made some decisions about our parenting that we kept um consistent even even our youngest this last few months there was something i was told him i said i am not tired and we have one more year of opportunity Mm -hmm. of influencing you and parenting (laughs) you and i'm not too tired to kind of stick it in here Mm -hmm. with you and continue to be consistent um he was kind of pressing in some areas that we we're solid with with the other kids and it's an important area to us and um anyway so that way of raising our kids um isn't really important to us so we want our kids to consider Mm -hmm. what we did Mm -hmm. um so with the parents living close by my son and daughter-in-law they have been um they've asked they've said okay so how did you do this and what did you do and um, where did you get that from? And so again, it's for me personally, since I've been more hands-on, mm-hmm. just taking a step back, not becoming anxious. If, if I feel like the tendency would be like, I want to pour out my whole 25 years of understanding. Well, this poor mom who's just on her first kid now on her second in the last month, like she, I didn't take it in that. Like I couldn't get the scope of 25 years of parenting. Right, right. So I don't want to douser in it and her to feel overwhelmed or inadequate um so hopefully that hasn't happened but um so just little bits and or as they ask or um and and she's a good communicator too so she this is what we're working on this is what we're trying to do and um yeah but an interesting uh walk to have because i again i i don't want to i don't want my kids to avoid me because i'm too opinionated about yeah their parenting or and i don't want them to feel inadequate because god's given them those children and i do trust him in that and so there's other times you just pray you know take a step back and let me pray about that not i don't tell Mm -hmm. them that or Mm -hmm. say that but you know i would (laughs) just go okay this is something that i'm concerned about or thinking about and so i can pray for them about that and and i've seen them you know then 
it's just like us, you know, then people mm -hmm. are kind to us and we figure it out after yes, a little yes. bit. And yeah. Go. Grace goes a long yes. ways yeah. for sure. Um, I so appreciate that. And I appreciate what you're saying as far as um, you and Gary choosing to, you parented your children differently than how you were parented. So you had to make a conscious effort to re really change the blueprint mm -hmm. of what you knew and the examples that had been set before you. Yeah. Um, and I remember hearing a sermon on that many, many years ago and how hard it is to even personally change our habits from what we've created, let alone something as grand as parenting to change. So kudos mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that someday I will have um, a few daughter-in-laws um, that will be with my sons and I just pray that I can represent and be kind and yeah. yeah you I, will. You will for sure. <laughs> and I have to go back. I have a little guilt here going on. I have to say that my daughter is actually a really good parent. And, oh, she's and her husband amazing. is a great parent too. So I didn't mean to uh no offense, daughter. <laughs> and I no, apologize she, for interfering. She so. is she is fabulous, but I think she has also had a great model that oh. has set great examples. Um what is some great advice? What's the best advice, I guess, if you could pick some, you can give to a parent who might be struggling to become an empty nester. We've got people who have kids going back to college, you know, praising God that they get to go in person this year yes. and that they are really going to experience that, that full empty nest. So I think it's say? a gift. It's a mm -hmm. gift, really. You know, if you look at it like that, like this is a great thing for them to um, be able to go off and um, have a, a strong foundation, um, to still have good ties with their families, um, but to get to go experience the world on their own terms mm -hmm. and be able to practice the things that you've taught them. Um, I think looking at it like that, like this is a great opportunity and looking at, um, you know, God has great plans for them mm -hmm. um, instead of focusing on the I'm going to miss them. Um, that would be my thought. Yeah. I think what I'm realizing is that if I enjoyed my parenting years in the way that I did, wouldn't God have something good mm. for me next? Sure. He wouldn't withhold or keep back something better next. Like if when you, you look back and reflect on your life, you go, oh, okay, when we entered into parenting, that was better than when we didn't have kids. Like, and then we had more kids, you know, we had one right. kid and then two kids was better than when we had one kid. And, you know, as the years go by and you reflect, it's like, gosh, each thing that happened was better than the previous unknown to us, but there it was and we walked in it. So. Just recognizing for me, going, oh my gosh, God actually has something important, something special, something new, something different, and something later, I'll go back and go, oh my gosh, that was really good. My kids grew mm -hmm. up and moved out because he had something new and amazing for me that I just didn't even know about. What that's mm, a like beautiful, that. beautiful mm -hmm. picture, and you both have already expressed that so much in being a grandparent. And in fact, yesterday I was just reading in Isaiah and just share your words are so perfect. And, um, the, the prophecy was that, um, the Lord is saying, okay, don't you remember I parted the seas for you and everything I provided for you, 
the next thing that I have coming for you, which he was prophesizing about Jesus, nothing is even compared. Like you aren't even going to believe how amazing it's going to be. And what you were just describing, it's like, yes, what that makes so much more sense. That is how God works and that his promises are true. And uh, Joy, I agree with you as well. It is a gift and it is like how you were saying, you get to sleep in, you get to have some rest. There are some gifts, some blessings that we receive in this time because raising kids, it is joy filled and an amazing blessing, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot too. of work. I always joke it's physically exhausting when they're little, but it's mentally exhausting as they're growing up. Yes. Right? <laughs> and so maybe an encouragement to all of those um, young parents out there that right now feel like, oh my goodness, I am just drowning in diapers and toddlers and, you know, sporting events for everything that's going on and thinking, you know, I they wanted to hurry up and I know everyone always tells them, enjoy, enjoy this time, but it really does go by so fast and that yeah. it's, it just does continue to get better. So thank you both yes. so much. I feel like I have gotten so much out of this and I is truly been a gift to hear what you guys have had to say is I feel like um, I'm really just entering into this life stage and um, I feel honored to be able to have this conversation with both of you. So you have been so real and so honest. Um, I really do thank you. And uh, for those of you listening, I hope that you were able to get something out of this as well. We will be doing sending out another one on September 8th. That is uh, getting real about making friends as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Joy, I'm going to let you speak into this real quick before we we even get into that. You are a director of the preschool that we run at Gold Creek, Kids at the Creek. Um, but you see kids making friends with we- each other so easily. Oh, yes. They just look at each other and say, are you my friend? Will you be yeah. my friend? Yes. <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> so it should be that easy. It should be that easy. Why do easy. we make it hard, right? <laughs> so I will be anxious to listen to that one as well. So thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.